millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is an RNZ podcast. Kia ora and welcome to Elemental from RNZ. I'm Alan Blackman from the Auckland University of Technology. And I'm Alison Balance. And we are tootling alphabetically around the periodic table which has turned 150 this year. And we are finally, phew, up to the last of the T's. Tungsten. Take it away, Alan. Okay, tungsten. Where did this rather unusual name come from? It uh, came from the Swedish words tungsten. And that means, apparently, heavy stone. And this was the old name for the mineral shelite. So the elemental symbol is W. Why? Why W? (laughs) Uh, The symbol W comes from the mineral wolframite, from which the element was first obtained in 1783. And, indeed, the element was called wolfram by its original discoverers, the Spanish brothers Juan José and Fausto Dalhuyer. Forgive my pronunciation. <laughs> I think this may be the first time that we've had Spain on the podcast. Yes, you might be right. Yeah. It, was, it was worth mangling their names just so that Spain got a, a little mention. <laughs> so unusually, both names were used for many years. So it was the case that the name Wolfram was actually preferred until the International Union of Pure and Applied Chemists decreed the use of tungsten solely in the year 2005. And this did, in fact, cause great consternation amongst the uh, Spanish chemists at that stage. I'm not surprised. It took a very long time for the IUPAC to come down and make a decision on that. Yeah, well, it's sort of been sort of raging since about the 1950s, from what I can glean. So now it's called tungsten. Yep, no wolfram anymore. (laughs) Well, anyway, so tungsten, wolfram, if you still want to call it that, though you shouldn't. Whatever you want to call this element, what actually is it? Okay, so tungsten, atomic number is 74, and that makes it a third-row transition metal. And amazingly, this is found in some enzymes, which makes it the heaviest element to be used by nature. Now, you'd already mentioned that to me, so I looked it up, and it's both amazing and, admittedly, it's only in a few bacteria and archaea, so Mm -hmm. not in you or me or any other eukaryotes. Uh, What are its standout features? Tungsten is the metal with the highest melting point on the periodic table, and that's a whopping 3,410 degrees Celsius. Now, one one of the great things about doing Elemental is that I've learned so much doing all this, many, many things, and today's element provides a really, really good example of the fact that I've learned stuff because I was absolutely certain that Thomas Edison was the person who put tungsten filaments in incandescent bulbs. 
But to my great chagrin, uh, I was actually wrong. So Edison might well have known that with its very, very high melting point, tungsten would have been an ideal filament material. It was, in fact, one William D. Coolidge who figured out a way to make ductile tungsten wires and thereby allowing the first tungsten light bulbs to be marketed in 1911. And I have to say those incandescent tungsten light bulbs were the light bulb to use for almost a century, I think, until compact fluorescent and LED bulbs came along. Mm -hmm. Hey, just clarifying, metal with the highest melting point, are there Mm -hmm. other elements with higher melting points? Yes, I was very careful to say metal there. So, for example, carbon stays solid to higher temperatures, but it doesn't actually melt per se. Rather, it sublimes. It turns into a gas rather than going through a liquid phase. So a high melting point isn't tungsten's only claim to fame. It also has the highest tensile strength of any metal. Now, I think there are different ways of measuring strength. So what does tensile strength mean? So that's basically the ability of your material to withstand tension or being stretched. And this is as opposed to compressive strength, which is essentially the ability to cope with being squashed. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's hardness, which is a different matter again. But before we climb too far down that particular wormhole like I did this morning, which is more about materials engineering, I'm pleased to say, rather than chemistry, let's go quickly back to tungsten and its strength. Indeed. As I was saying, so tungsten steel is extremely strong and durable. And uh, during World War I, in fact, it was widely used to make guns and cannons. So another compound of tungsten, tungsten carbide, and this has got Probably the best chemical formula of them all, WC. (laughs) And that doesn't mean water closet, folks. No, indeed. (laughs) (laughs) So tungsten carbide is nearly as hard as diamond, and um, therefore it finds wide use in cutting tools and drill bits. And in fact, the major use of tungsten is in things called cemented carbides, which comprise tungsten carbide cemented in a cobalt or a nickel alloy, and this combines the strength of tungsten carbide with the plasticity of the cobalt or nickel alloy. And these materials are often called cermets, C-E-R-M-E-T-S, and that's a combination of ceramic and metal and uh, having the desirable properties of both. What do we actually use them for? Well, these are used for things like shaping metals, um, alloys, wood, ceramics, plastics, and um, interestingly, teeth. These are used in high-speed dental drills as well as finding extensive use, obviously, in the mining industry. So unlike many other metals that we've met, tungsten is used as the balls in ballpoint pens. Oh, finally, makes a very nice change from the oldie fountain pen nibs. At least this is a little more modern. (laughs) Indeed, yes. So what other interesting things about tungsten? So tungsten oxides, particularly WO3, tungsten trioxide, are electrochromic materials. This means that thin films of these materials can change colour on application of an electric field. And so that means that you can control the transmission of light. And that in turn makes them very, very useful in smart windows. And uh, in fact, electrochromic windows are used in the Boeing 787 Dreamliner. Sadly, I don't know if these actually contain tungsten. So that means you don't have to put that window blind up and down anymore. Somebody else can do it for you. It's pretty clever, yeah. yeah. Ah, cool. <laughs> hey, today's interesting fact, please. 
Okay, so as tungsten has roughly the same density as gold, but it is far, far cheaper, and uh, it's also far, far cheaper than the more dense elements osmium, iridium, platinum, and rhenium, it is often used in applications which require what you might call concentrated weight, as it were. So, in other words, uh, it's used as a replacement for lead in shotgun pellets, fishing weights, it's used in the manufacture of professional darts, and... Ear weights for dogs. Did I just hear you right? Ear weights for dogs? Ear weights for dogs. Yes, folks, you can find this on Amazon and eBay. If your dog's ears don't hang like they should, then a touch of wax on the inside followed by a sprinkling of tungsten powder will do the trick. Sadly, I kid you not. Well, I'd like to point out that no dogs had their ears stretched in the making of this podcast, which is, of course, Elemental, available as always at rnz.co.nz slash chemistry. And we're also a podcast at all the usual places. Please rate and review us if you can, or even better, recommend us to your friends. We're back next time with Uranium. But until then, I'm Alan Blackman. And I'm Alison Balance. Bye for now. Modi order. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.